Hi guys, welcome to Those Good Old Fashioned Values, the podcast that used to go through TV shows one season at a time, but now kind of just does whatever, because we're over it. Uh, So there was a bit of a scheduling snafu uh, this week. We were were going to do the Futurama finale with our good friend Will Sennett. Uh, That should be going up next week. Uh, Just kind of fell through, you know, shit was uh, tricky. So... Instead, you know, kind of a a last minute thing, I decided, well, you know how everyone on Twitter fucking makes fun of like cartoons about trauma all the time? Like that's the big thing that we love uh, shitting on, you know, like uh, like fucking Infinity Train or Steven Universe or, you know, every every show that is like on Netflix and is drawn like it was made by a 12 year old, but is meant for like adults. Uh, (laughs) Well, I figured, like, well, what if I went through and did a live react to the movie of the kind of uh, originator of that whole trend, Steven Universe, which I mentioned earlier in my spiel, really, really dig into, like, that whole phenomenon. Uh, and I'm, I'm saying this straight up as somebody who was, like, not the biggest fan of it, but definitely enjoyed parts of Steven Universe as it was going on. Obviously, I don't, like watch cartoons outside of when I have to do it for a living because I'm not, you know, a fucking loser. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's arguable. But <laughs> I figured this would be fun. It's kind of a low-impact, kind of low-key episode. Totally don't have to listen to this one if you don't want to, but I figure this would be a fun experiment. Uh, so what we're going to do is I'm going to put on the movie on my end. You, if you can find either a pirate of it, it's on HBO Max. I'm sure you could find it on like YouTube or something. Uh, but if you don't want to pay for it, I would say definitely pirate it. Use a VPN. I use ExpressVPN. It works pretty well. But there's, I mean, hundreds. You know, you're on the computer. So I'm going to put it on my end. And then just uh, I'm gonna we're going to sync it up. And you can just listen along to... The movie, and we can watch the movie together. Isn't that fun? Isn't that such a fun little time? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure this is going to go great. So I'm going to click over to it, and I'm going to count down at three, two, one, clap. Uh, and when I clap, I'm going to hit play on my end. I'm doing it on the HBO Max version. I'm stealing it off my roommate. I mean, whatever you want to do, I assume it's going to be pretty similar. Uh, and at the beginning, I will start to describe a little bit of what I'm seeing, just in case. Uh, yeah, so let's get ready for it. You guys ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Okay, so it's opening on a, a little, kind of like a stage opening. Like all the curtains are rising and going out of place. It's very, um, they have pretensions, you can tell at the beginning of this. Uh, oh, this is a good song, though. All across the universe. Yeah, no, it's a... I don't, see, that's the thing. It's like, um, Rebecca Sugar, who is the making of the, maker of this, I do think, like, there is, like, a bit of wokeness that's, like, an overload. Obviously, I mean, you listen to the show, you know that we love doing shit that is really, really not uh, within the mainstream of PC shit, but I do think she's talented. I think she's good at writing. I think she's good at putting a team together. And I think she's a good, maybe not like a super talented songwriter, but for the milieu that she inhabits, you know, like, uh, like, you know, making a show for kids. That's kind of like a musical. I think she does a good job. I think she does enough that like it, it is, 
evocative and God, you're going to hear that word so often because that's like my go-to, uh, but it's evocative for kids. And I think that this is a good example of that because it's, it just sounds like a fairy tale almost. And see, now we are at the part where the book is opening and it literally is like a fairy tale introduction. I don't know. It's, this is one of those things where it's like, it's clear that they honed this a lot more than they could do the episodes, you know, like everyone's on model, at least for this movie. Uh, which is a big thing with Steven Universe is that like half the time every character was fucking off model. It was ridiculous. But like this is nice. Like the art style is kind of like, you know, like like kitty, but it's not like unimpressive. It's not like a kid drew it. It's like, oh, this is like understandable for a child, you know, even though adults have very much taken over this whole thing uh, because they don't realize that, oh, yeah, this is actually for like 10 year olds and not me as like a 25 year old woman who presumably would have like a social life. Um, this is a clever way though. I will say of like tying in this kind of exposition into what's happening, actually happening in the show. Uh, and it's so nice to hear Zach Callison finally get to use his real voice. Cause he's been putting on like a, wow, since he was like, probably like 15 just because when he went through puberty he was like it's insane he's been like uh he's been he's been having to put on like a eunuch voice for what at least five years by this point it's crazy uh wow look at him he's so sweet See, this is stupid. I, I don't think they would revert away. And I guess, like, again, it's a show for kids, and, like, you have to take it as a show for kids. But, like, it's very weird that, like, they would go off the monarchy that quickly, you know? It's like, I don't know. It's it's very much like they have to, I guess they have to show that, like, oh, haha, the show actually, like, had a fucking meaning, you know, like, in the palace, there's a room waiting for you. Come on, come on, come on. Just let us adore you. This is good. See, none of the songs are long enough, but they all have pretty solid melodies. Uh, like, like, I don't know. And this is something like about me personally is I really like musicals because I think they're a good way of like putting narrative into a song form in a way that isn't like abstract, like you kind of have to do with like traditional songwriting. Uh, but I don't know, this kind of goes a bit, like a little too far. Like it's clear that like a lot of it is just to push the plot along. I don't know. I guess it depends on like where you're coming at it from, but see, it, it's so funny, like watching this as a 23 year old, uh, almost a 24 year old, because it's like, this really is not like, I guess in some ways they probably by this point have started to make it for, adults but like it really isn't made for adult consumption like the art's good like it's cute it's like very sweet but it's like well in its in its sensibility this is made for like kids this is made for prepubescent fucking kids uh so it's very funny to and and that's i guess the case with most with most of the shows that we do uh but it, it's like you know what i'm saying it's like there there's something so weird about being like an adult who's like and obviously not fully mature, but like who has a sense of maturity having to interact with a show that was made for people 10 years younger than you. And it's like, well, I mean, how the fuck are you supposed to deal with that in a way that's like both fair to what they're aiming for with like the actual production of the show, but also like 
fair in analyzing it as a piece of art. And it's like, that's the challenge of doing the podcast that and just, I guess, just being funny and being able to talk for an hour. Oh, this is sweet. I, Connie's like four years older, immediate smash. Cause she's like, what, like 16 here. Okay. So maybe like five or six years, but like, she's very cute. Future. Here we are in the future and it's bright. Nothing to fear, no one to fight. I can't believe we've come so far. Happily ever after, here we are. See, it's so funny. By this point, you probably realize that I know all these fucking songs by heart. And it's because I really like the soundtrack to this movie. I think... As we will go through this, we will find, like, issues with the movie, obviously. But at least in the soundtrack, like, a couple of these songs are really, really solid. Just, like, chill-out songs. Uh, so, God, this is going to be so embarrassing for me to put up. And everyone's going to realize how much of a fucking loser I am. But I don't know. Uh, there's something cute about it. I don't think this should be your only cultural input, you know? Like... Obviously, you should read shit about, like, people dying and people getting their arms cut off and shit. But it's, like, I don't think there is anything morally wrong with, like, engaging with this stuff on on a level occasionally, you know? Uh, oh, fuck. Okay, let's keep listening to this song for a little bit because I got to breathe for a sec. Uh, I've been talking for, like, probably what? Like, at least eight minutes straight by this point. Uh, it's pretty, pretty difficult. See if... This, that's the thing is we have normally it's like me and Spencer and Andy and the guest or whatever. It's like, and even if none of us are like in a super riffing mood, like we, we all come together and we're able to riff a bit. And then honestly, like the secret weapon is I edit this shit out of the show. Like I spend, you know, three hours cutting it down. I, there's at least like 10 minutes of, you know, stuttering and stammering and us and ums cut out of the show proper to make it, you know, listenable, make it sound like we know what the fuck we're talking about. But with this, you inherently can't do that. So there's a huge pressure to kind of be like, oh shit, I have to be on the entire time. Uh, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see how able to be on the whole time I am because it's, we're what, not even 10 minutes in and it's already like, this is a fucking lot, right? Oh, hold on. On a time, a sapphire came to earth with a ruby soldier. But a deadly Estelle is like not a good actress, but she's a very solid vocalist. American Boy is still a killer fucking song. Uh, God, this is so sweet. This is so gay, I know. And I, like, I know you're going to make fun of me. I don't go in the Discord, but I know people in the Discord are going to be fucking going crazy at me on this. But uh, legitimately, there is something kind of cute about, like, a show for kids where it's like, oh, women can be in love. And, like, and not even, like, women can like each other, but women can be, like, in a committed, like, lifelong relationship. That's sweet. I like that. I want that for me if I was, you know, what, like a cartoon character who could turn into a big cartoon person, uh, which, I mean, obviously not, but I don't know, it's sweet. It's, there's something so, like, uh, I guess, like, innocent is the word, and it's like, yeah, obviously, you know, it's for fucking 10-year-olds, like, that should not be your baseline, like, relationships are messy, 
they're fucking, they hurt, they're hard or whatever. But there is something like about seeing a representation of a character who is like, uh, who, who, who is very just simple, like in the way that they interact with each other. It's like, oh, they love each other. Like they are in sync or whatever. And it's, I, I guess there's like a romanticism to it that can be nice to engage in from time to time. Like the, I think that's the thesis of this episode that we'll we'll keep going through is that it's okay to like it's okay to like this stuff. It's like it, watching. I mean, okay, it's obviously like kind of cringy. Whatever, it's kind of lame to watch. You know, shit men for ten year olds. But like, I don't think it's a moral failing to enjoy shit like this from time to time, especially like this movie, which is like definitely kind of made for adults in a way that's gross. But you know what I mean. But I, I, I think, like, if you, like, see it and you're like, oh, that's cute. I don't think that's a bad way to be. But I do think that, like, if this is your only media that you consume, it's like, and again, media consumption is such a fucking touchy subject anyway, because it's like, why the fuck do we care about, you know, so much about the media can we consume? Like, who who gives a fuck? Like, that's a fucking sickness in itself. But I do think that, like, if you are going to be a media hyper-consumer, like, you should at least diversify the media you consume. You should read books for adults. You should watch movies for adults. You know, you should, you should watch shit that, like, covers the entire human experience, even, like, the shitty parts, which I think, like, from a perspective of, like, trying to, you know, talk to 12-year-olds or whatever, like... This movie does not a terrible job of, but like, it's it's not made for adults. It's or if it is, it's like it's like an appendix on on the thing. You know, it's like it's like oh, adults can like this, but like, or I don't even know. I guess like I don't know how up their own ass the writers were by this point, because like, god damn, like you go to shit like Polygon or whatever, and they're just talking about like Steven Universe is so important, and it's like what for your kids? Like what the fuck are you talking about? But. So I don't know. Maybe at this point they are making it for adults, and it's like, hey, if kids like this, that's a nice bonus. But ugh, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like I don't think there's anything wrong with engaging with this stuff personally. Oh, okay. Hold, hold on. Actually, let me let me interrupt that. I love like the kind of in concept. I love like hearkening back to like rubber hose cartoons. I think that's very fun. I don't know if they do an amazing job of it. I think, like, a lot of it feels kind of caricature-y. Like, it's like, oh, haha, you watch Looney Tunes, right? Like, it's not... I don't know. The the kind of love you would get from, like, a real fan, I don't know if it always shows through, but it, the premise is a good one. And that's kind of... It's the same thing with jokes. You know, like, you listen to a joke, and you're like, oh, like, the premise is, like, really, really good here. I love this premise, but, like... It, there's not, the, like, the, the actual substance isn't there. And I feel like that's kind of what it is here, where it's like, oh, I love, like, oh, what if there was just, like, a fucking, like, evil Clampet cartoon, you know, just hopping around trying to kill people. But, I, like, it's, I don't know, it feels like a gimmick more than it feels like an actual love letter to uh, that era of cartooning sometimes. So who knows? Her voice is also so fucking annoying. Like, in this movie, it kind of works because it's like, what if like a very like cartoony voice was actually, you know, belonging to a villain, which is like, OK, that's something. And uh, she was, uh, I don't know, she was good in Tootsie or whatever. Uh, I, I never watched Tootsie all the way through, but the bits I saw with her in it were pretty solid. Uh, go watch. 
I mean, I don't know. Tootsie's a, Tootsie's a weird musical, and I, I think the revival was not amazing. But she was solid in that. Um, but there, there's something about, like, giving this kind of, like, voice and presentation to, like, a an objectively villainous character is, like, okay, that's, like, an interesting idea. But then when they bring her back and she's just, like, perfectly nice, it's like, who gives a fuck? Like, you're just making, like, a worse version of fucking Daffy Duck. Like, the best cartoon character of all, of all time. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it feels very silly. Not about you. About yeah. I don't know. Uh, this is not a great one. Um, this is definitely more like a expository song. Uh, yeah. I... It's one of those things where it's like, I, I get like the premise of this uh, uh, show where it's like, oh, the violence isn't the premise, obviously. And I think that's like difficult to get away from like as the characters get older and like as the audience, frankly, gets older and it's like, you know, conflict has to become more of a, a, a piece of the story because like that's just something that happens as you're an adult, but I don't know. I, I I kind of, like, I think it's interesting that, like, it is not, like, it, it's an action cartoon where the action isn't the focus. Um, I, I do think that's, like, a, a cool choice, obviously. It's like, oh, it feels like they're really trying to subvert something. Uh, while we're on it, also, this, uh, th- this is such a good setup for a movie of a long-running, like, show. Like, you can... You know, you can bring whatever criticisms you want against this thing. You know, oh, you have to, why would we have a movie for, you know, a five-season television show that, like, you have to watch the whole thing of, you know. It's, I don't know. But but the idea of, like, if you have this kind of sci-fi setting, the idea of, like, what if there was literally something that, like, set the characters at the beginning of their character arc so that you could go through an entire you know, you could go through, like, an entire uh, uh, truncated version of the arc that they went through over the run of the television show. That's so, that's such a smart idea, because you can do it in, like, little bite-sized parts that, like, get people to remember the run of the show without, like, having to uh, uh, distract from the plot of the show, because they are the plot of the, or the plot of the movie, because they are the plot of the movie. I think that's very, very fucking smart. Um, I'm also going to say... There is a way, and obviously the animation is not perfect on this. It's not amazing. But there is a way that they, like, animate characters moving where it's kind of, like, clumsy and desperate that I think if they really, really focused on, uh, it would be a very, very cool concept is, like, oh, fighting. Like, that's something that you see with, like, uh, here, obviously, you know, going back to him. Uh, we just went to him, like, an ep- like literally last week. But, like, George R. R. Martin or, like, like writers who, like, really want to engage with, like, fighting, like, like in a serious tone where it's, like, no, it's messy a lot of time. You know, your emotions, your hormones are running hot. Like, you are, like, you're stumbling. It's, like, who basically it comes down to, like, I mean, skill partly, but it's just, like, who gets fucking luckier? Like, who, who gets a good hit in? Who, like, manages to sidestep more hits? or You know, it's, like, it's, like, fighting is, like, chaotic. And that's something that, like, I think... A show, if a show like this, like, 
because after this, they did the whole, like, oh, it's in the future, haha, he's, like, a fucking, like, teenage, you know, like, 18-year-old or whatever, and it's, like, oh, he's, like, becoming a huge shithead or whatever, and it's, like, I feel like if you were in that kind of milieu and you, like, you really, really went hard on, like, oh, shit, this dude is, like, actually fucking, uh, 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 like, clumsy, like, like, and not even clumsy because he's bad at, like, fighting or whatever, or any of these people are bad at fighting, but just, like, that's what fighting in the real world is like, it's not a dance, it's like, it, it is a, just kind of a, a struggle, like, a very, very dirty, just on the ground, fucking, like, trying to get one over on another person, like, I think that would be a very, very cool way to take a, uh, a very cool way to take something like this, um, that's, like, Especially, like, because they're always trying to, like, hew to, like, oh, haha, we're talking about, you know, emotional truth, we're talking about trauma or whatever. Like, I think that, like, tying that into the action of the thing could be interesting. And I think that they do that well occasionally, but I think if that was, like, an overriding focus, that would be a very, very good way to make a show like this. Or, I guess, like, the show that this movie would then lead into, uh, which is funny because it's an epilogue, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, here's another. See, that's the thing about this movie is, like, uh, like, 70% of the songs are expository. It's, like... And, and that's, I guess, part of, like, the musical influence where it's, like, yeah, all of the songs are trying to push along a plot. Like, they're not made to stand by themselves or whatever. But, like, God, I feel like this is, like... Like, you can watch a musical and some of the songs are, like, these could exist outside of a musical. But this... This movie has, like, two of those. Uh... It's very funny, the little faces they make them make. Uh, this is, I, and I guess this is, like, a good way of, like, recapping people who haven't seen the show in a bit. But it is, I, I guess, like, the, the primary utility of this song for me right now is just, like, seeing these little freaks make, like, weird faces and being like, oh, that's fun. That's cute. I, I could just look at, like little doodles, you know, little, little bug-eyed, kind of, like, frowny faces for an hour. I don't know. It's something. We're almost 20 minutes in, guys. Uh, God, it's so fucking hard to do an entire show just with one person. I don't know why I tried to do this. Um, especially because, like, like, God, by simple, like, by minute 40, I'm just going to be going into, like, Oh, haha, here's all the allure of fucking Steven Universe that I'm pretending to know. It's like, I know a solid amount of it. Like, I watched, a, you know, a, a, I didn't, like, watch it regularly, but, like, I saw a good handful of episodes. Like, I, and it's for kids. It's, like, easy to comprehend, but it's just, like, God, it's, like, how do you just keep talking without planning that shit out? Like, like even outside of running out of ideas, like, my throat's hurting. Like, you know, it's, like... Oh my god, this is a fucking travail. Uh, okay, so here's the thing where this is kind of like the uh, the big subversion of the movie where it's like, what if the villain was a good guy for most of the time and, and the antagonist of like the the big middle of the movie, you know, the solid mi middle, like, because I think there's like, you know, 15 minutes on either end where it's like, oh, there's like an actual physical antagonist. But like, no, the antagonist for most of it is just like abstract. It's like, uh, oh, we're, we just have to go through the character arcs again, like we talked about earlier. Uh, and I, I don't know. There's part of it where it's like kind of clever, but there's also part of it where it's like, 
there's something so frustrating about the character, which I, I guess was partially on purpose. But it's like, like, you know, be like, haha, you know, obviously, like, this is why this, you know, uh, this is why this character was spoiler alert. But, you know, if you are listening through this whole episode, we'll get there uh, abandoned or whatever, you know, because like, yeah, she's kind of she's a lot like she's hard to deal with. Uh, but like they do a really good job of making that happen because she's so fucking annoying this entire time. Like she's not cause, like that's the thing about like. Like, the, it's all, like, rubber hose or whatever, but it's, like, the thing about some of those characters is, like, there was, like, a little bit of, I don't want to say, like, darkness, but it's, like, they had, like, rough edges. And, like, this character, like, the only rough edge is, like, damn, she sure is annoying. She sure does talk, like, every fucking stereotype from a Betty Boop cartoon. And it's, like, God, I don't know. How are you guys liking this? It's... It's going to be so funny, like, listening to this episode and there's, like, 20 listens on it because they're like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Uh, <laughs> where the fuck is Spencer? Uh, where the fuck is Andy? And it's like, I mean, I would listen. It'd be cool if they were on this, but it was just shit fell through. So uh, you're stuck with me, unfortunately. Uh, see, it's just kind of cute, I guess. It's like showing them as kind of, like, childlike because they just got reset to their, you know, factory settings or whatever. I don't know. It's kind of clever. There's there's a way that this show occasionally... And I guess it's also, like... I don't know. There's an ambiguity to it, which is obviously, again, you know, we'll always come back to, oh, it's a kid's show. It's for fucking 10-year-olds. But, like, there is an ambiguity to it where it's, like, yeah, they are set to, like, you know, factory settings. Like, they have, like, this whole you know, suite of, like, uh, emotions programmed, but it's also, like, oh, they have free will, so it's, like, well, how does that fucking intersect? Uh, that, I, I don't think they're super clear on, it's kind of, like, it works for, like, as the episode requires, or the, in this case, the movie requires, but I, there's something, I don't know, it's very strange, and it's, like, I guess, like, if you're a kid, you just roll with it, but, again, coming back to this as an adult, it's, like, it's, I mean, I, I guess it's, like, it, it is hard to find a baseline of, like, well, what the fuck is, like, the, what it, what is the, like, baseline existence of these characters? Like, you know, if they, if they're just, like, kind of, like, computer programs almost, like, you know, with, that can turn themselves into physical forms, but it's, like, but if they also have free will, it's, like, I don't know. I feel like if this was made for adults, they would go, or and if it was made for adults and it was good, like they would go deeper into it, you know, where it's like there would there would be like that would be the big conflict is like how much of it is programmed, how much of it is uh, uh, just, you know, how how much of it is programmed, how much of it is like societal. But I do think that because this is for kids, a lot of it is just like, oh, these characters are just like this is kind of like their baseline personality, but they also have their own shit going on. And it's like, well, that's like a tough balance to, to cover. I don't know. This is, I think this is like an interesting thing is like, like I, I like that the capstone of a, of a cartoon series is like, oh, well the main character, like who you're expecting by this point is like, got it all figured out. It's just like, oh shit. Like, I am completely at square one. Like, I think that is a good conflict, like, to give to a character like this without making them seem, like, too, you know, overpowered or, like, making, uh, 
making arbitrary threats to it, like, you know, fucking Dragon Ball Z or whatever, which I guess is a funny comparison because there is a lot of, like, anime influence on this show. Uh, not in, like, the art or anything, I don't think, but in just, like, I guess some of the characters they they, they come up with. Um, and, like, okay, you're going to make such fucking fun of me. Jasper is, like, obviously, like, a Vegeta parallel, you know, in that, like, she's, like tough she's like definitely angry but like eventually you know she is surpassed by other uh enemies and then she kind of becomes like a like prickly obviously but kind of like part of the main character's retinue like after this movie or whatever uh ugh, god this song is so gay i love azo aduba but um or what this i pronounce her name i don't i do not know uh i'm also again kind of drunk uh so I just didn't, uh, Adele Dazim, uh, no, but, uh, God, it's so funny how just like no one accepts that the dude's gay. He's, he's like the gayest guy in Hollywood. And like, that is, that's not like a straight industry, but it's just like, no, he's just like a homosexual man, but he's like 60 years old. So he can't admit it. Um, no, but, uh. God, what was even on there? Like perks? Like, God, who even knows? Um, no, but she was, uh, U Uzo Aduba. Yeah. So I, but she was, uh, she was in, uh, uh, what's the prison show? Um, Orange is the New Black. She was on, I think the color purple on Broadway. She's talented. She does like, she does good work. Um, but, or I don't even know. Cause I think they replaced her with another voice actress. So who knows? Um, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, this is not the best showcase of her abilities because, like, it's like, oh, she just has to be, like, a butch lesbian yelling in a way that's, like, it, it doesn't have the kind of depth that she has, like, when she gets to really... Ah, uh, God, is she... Uh, I'm trying to remember if this is her because I do not want to be racist, but I'm fairly certain that this was her and... Uh, 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 one other uh, voice actress, uh, right? Hold on. But um, I, I think that she and, let me, sorry, I'm looking up on Wikipedia. Uh, finally getting a break from my voice. That's nice, right? <laughs> no, but... Uh, Oh, God, I hate her so fucking much. Like, I get that's kind of the point is, like, that she's annoying. Like, you can see with him being like, all right, we're 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 done or whatever. But, like, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think they almost did it too well, where it's like, you just watch this entire movie and it's like, oh, God, I cannot fucking stand this bitch, like, until she gets her memories back. Um, okay, where is it? God, this is so stupid. Uh, it's Shoshana, what's her name? No, never mind, I'm thinking of Cynthia Erivo, uh, who is also very talented. See, that's why I was so worried about being racist. I'm I'm not being racist, I'm, like, making an effort not to be. Um, but Cynthia Erivo is very talented. Um, God, maybe I am being racist. I'm sorry, I don't want to be racist. Um, that is not my goal. 
Yeah, Cynthia Erivo is great. Okay, so I guess that she's just, right? Okay, so I was definitely thinking of Cynthia Erivo the whole time, uh, except for Orange is the New Black, which she was in. But uh, everything else I was, I was mistaking with Cynthia Erivo. So I am sorry. Um, I'm really sorry. I, God. Uh, I, you know what? That's, that's the uh, issue with, like, trying to pretend like you know more than you do is, like, you start talking about some shit and then immediately you have to fact check yourself or else everyone's going to get mad at you. Oh, God, this bitch cannot help but fuck up. She's so bad at everything. Little Mr. Magoo-ass pink bitch. Just walking through the fucking uh, construction site, you know, just waiting, you know, just going on the fucking uh, U-beam and just having it tip over and she doesn't even notice. I hate this bitch. Damn, why do I think Guzo Aduba, or Aduba was also in... Uh, orange or not orange is the new black. Obviously, she was in orange is the new black. But I thought she was also on Broadway, um, in in some capacity, and especially in you know I thought she was in uh, blue is the warm or per, blue is the warmest color. Goddamn no, uh, the color purple. Also, uh, okay, she was in some. She was in Godspell, um, but nothing like huge. So I guess. I don't know. I thought she was a singer more than she is, I guess. I mean, she's a good actress. Like, she does she does good performances. I just, I also thought she was a singer for some reason. Um, oh, well. You cannot be right about everything. This is so fucking annoying. It's like, just tell her to move out of the way, you dumb bitch. It's literally, like, five steps. Like, oh, my God. See, like, why, like... You could easily just say, like, hop out of the way. Like, what? Oh, my God. And I obviously I know that they need to do it for, like, the plot to continue or whatever. But it's, like, it's so fucking frustrating. It's, like, how do kids not get tired of this shit? I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. Because uh, when I was a kid, I was just playing Dragon Quest. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's, like, the narrative contrivances are, like, you're not watching them. You're kind of reading them. And then you're... You know, just clicking buttons to fight a troll. So it's like, that's something. Oh, okay. I actually do want to be quiet for this song because I think this is actually like a very sweet little representation of love. I don't know. This is like what having a crush feels like. That's cute. You're a fool. I'm suddenly fact, but I feel stronger than fiction. But on the way back, I'm a walking contradiction. Doesn't this have a name? Ba da 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 da. Doesn't this have a name? Doesn't this have a name? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it love? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it love? Isn't it? Like, I don't know. There's something so cute to me about, like, because it's kind of jazzy. It's just kind of soft. And that's that's what, like, falling in love feels like, you know? God, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm talking to a bunch of people whose, you know, hobby is going on Discord. So <laughs> I don't know, like, how, how widespread that feeling is. But it's like, 
No, like that is kind of what it feels like. It's like when you have like, you know, you you go out with someone, you feel like a huge connection and you have that little moment of like, you know, after that first date where it's like, oh, I really, really like this person. You know, I like there's there's a weird feeling that I can't really describe, but it's like it's kind of sweet and it's kind of jazzy and there's just it just kind of sits in your chest and it's like that song kind of sounds what that feels like. You know, I, I like that. I really, really like, and I am also just a big fan of Estelle as a like vocal artist, but it's like, I don't know. I really, really, I really dig that. There's like, I think there are, there are some songs that are served by being as short as they are. I think a lot of them, it is a weakness, but I think for that one, it's kind of like, that's as long as it needed to be like, you, you could maybe make something good out of it if it was, like, obviously, I'm not saying, like, it would be, like, fucking awful if it was, like, you know, a four-minute song or whatever, but it's, like, the kind of minute and a half that they have that there, it's, like, that's perfect. That's just, like, it's a little crush feeling. I don't know. I'm talking on my ass, and I'm after this episode, I'm going to have to, like, go home and just, like, fucking change my name, shave my head, like... You know, I I cannot show my face after this, but it's like, I don't know. There are parts of this movie that I feel kind of, uh, kind of feel true to life. Oh, this, he loves donuts. That was like a big thing about this uh, show where it's like, oh, they're having like, you know, a main character who's like kind of pudgy, but, and it also is like a guy who's like kind of pudgy and feminine. And that's like cute. And it's like, yeah, I guess. And like from a... From a very, like, you know, uh, academic standpoint, it's like, yeah, I get that. Like, I get, you know, body positivity. I get, like, uh, you know, gender uh, 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 fluidity or whatever. Like, I I see why that's, like, important to some people. But it's also, like, sometimes it does get, like, too fucking much. Like, in the end of the, um, in the end of the original series, they have him, like, just put on a tutu and he's all excited. And it's, like, I mean... He could be the fucking softest, like, boy on earth, but it's, like, a 14-year-old boy putting on a tutu would not be, like, stoked about that. I'm sorry. And, I don't know, he's raised by women or whatever, but it's, like, there's something to me that rings, like, kind of cheesy, you know, and false about, like, oh, wow, he's so woke, and it's, like, he's not. I guess, like, he would have a different, like viewpoint than like a lot of oh I love I love it when musicals throw in a little bit of tap I'm sorry to interrupt my statement but god there's something so again it's such a cheesy little part of my brain but it's like I love I love when there's a little bit of tap it's just nice it's fun I wish I could tap um no but so so what I was getting to uh before is like there's something about this character like being so open to like feminine stuff where it's like, I guess like you can make an argument where it's like he was raised by, you know, eternal women who could like, who saw the earth through, you know, eons of culture change or whatever. But like, I don't know if you're trying to make it relevant, there's something so goofy to me about like, he doesn't have any masculinity in him. Like it feels like you're like making a point, which is not, I think a good way to make media. You know, it's like, it feels like you're, it, it feels like you're trying to like do a fucking like, you're, it feels like you're trying to do a fucking sermon. And that's not, I, I don't think that's like a good way to engage with, you know, entertainment. Cause it's like, it's not ultimately trying to, I mean, 
I don't know, cultivation theory, like, obviously there is, like, something true about it and that, like, yeah, some of the shit you watch, like, you know, is going to affect how you think. Like, literally, like, that is why we have a concept of a superstructure is, like, yeah, that shit, like, does affect you. It is mostly pulled by the base, but it's, like, it, there's it clearly does have an effect and, like, it, it pulls its own little way uh, by itself, but it's, like, God, there is so something, there, there's something so, like, grading when you see something that's like clearly meant to be like propaganda or not even propaganda, but just like, I don't know, agitprop, whatever you would call it. But it's just like something that's clearly meant to like, man, look at, this is how you should be. You should be woke like this. And it's like, that shouldn't be your fucking job. Your job should be like making it so people, you know, come home from work or school or whatever. And it's like, oh, I have something that I can like kind of turn off and enjoy. And you don't have to turn off, you know, making fiction or media. It's like, I mean, fiction, but nonfiction. So I guess you would say media in general, but it's like, obviously like there should be depth to it. Like there should be like, there should be something to dig into. Like it shouldn't just be, you know, every show shouldn't be like ultimate mini golf hosted by Rob Reiner or whatever, but it's like, God, I don't know. The idea of like trying to impart a moral into your like audience or, or viewer or reader, whatever medium you're working in, something about like trying, trying to, be like, oh, you should love wearing a tutu if you're a little boy. It's like, and not even from like a trans people are weird angle, but just from like, a, this should not be, it should not be your job to tell people this. Like this should not be, you should not be so gung-ho about like, you know, telling kids to do ballet or whatever. It's like, you're making a show about aliens who love fighting each other with magical weapons. Like you, this should not be your primary focus. God, I don't know. She's so fucking annoying. Tag is like, tag went off when you were a kid, but it's like, God, if someone was trying to play that with me and I was like 17, I'd be like, get a fucking job. Oh my goodness. Oh, here we go. This is a, a lot of people don't know this, but this is a metaphor for global warming. No, it isn't. That'd be funny though. Um, Jesus Christ, how long have we been going? 40 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't, I don't know how I'm going to do this for another. We're only halfway through. Jesus Christ. This was such a fucking stupid idea. Um, it's, it's so funny. I went into this being like, oh, it'll be so nice to have like a, a little episode. That's like my playground to play around in. And then I immediately pick something that I cannot edit. And it's like, oh, so I'm just going to have to be on for an hour and a half. That's awesome. Uh, I'm such a dumb piece of shit. Although you, you know that by this point, like just listening to this, cause you've been listening for goddamn what, like 40 minutes already. It's like, yeah, it's like you, like, I am just like, I am basically doing a fucking face plan in front of everyone who loves this show. Um, I, I'm normally like, oh, I'm just the one who like pops in with like a, you know, a, just saying the most offensive shit on earth or whatever. And now I was like, well, what if I take a break from that and just make it so everyone knows how much I like fucking think about like queer theory or whatever. And it's like, Jesus Christ, how you are so fucking stupid. gonna kill everything else on earth too shut up Ugh. okay yeah i'm sorry i'm taking like a 
just a minute to catch my breath halfway through. Uh, this is like, I think this is something that they uh, get into better in like the sequel series is like him trying to do good and fucking things up. Uh, but I don't know. The, with everyone else, like I kind of get it, but with like the, oh, haha, his powers are gone. Like that's, there's something kind of cheesy about it where it's like, that does kind of feel like in like a sequel to a video game where it's like, you know, you get hit on your head and suddenly like, oh, I forget, you know, I was level 100 in the last game, but I forgot all of that because, you know, I ate a weird fruit that made it so all my powers left. And it's like, I get that, like, there is a thematic resonance to it, but it's, I don't know, more, more like, I was, like, with the other main characters, it's like, that's kind of like, that is a fun tension. And with, with Steven, it's, it's a frustrating tension and not even frustrating in like a, productive way you know uh that was funny with like her little eyes moving at the wrong times i don't know they have some good physical uh uh comedy here god i'm just thinking about like friends of mine who thought this was the funniest shit on earth when they were like like 18 or 19 and it's like you are so gay watch mr show like it's not even it's not even like it's not a terrible show. Like, I obviously, it's, like, goofy that, like, oh, haha, what if, like, the cartoon alien, like, really, really, you know, what if the cartoon alien got CTE or whatever? Like, that's stupid. But it's, like, it's not, like, an awful show. But just if this is, like, your favorite show or you think, like, this shit is, like, the funniest shit ever written, it's, like, God, your horizons are so small, man. Go watch Brass Eye. Uh, just go, go, like, just watch, like, ten times in a row the Mr. Show sketch about the pedophile, you know? I don't know. Uh, go listen to all of the, like, the compilation of our show of just all of the extremely racist shit I had to bleep that I have still saved. Which, by the way, if you get, if you ever get hands on my computer, I have, like, half of those jokes that they made me cut, uh, still still saved so it's like you will have so much goddamn blackmail on me um no it's not none of them are actually that bad spencer and andy are just very uh gun shy because they're uh half of our fans are just like nerds on discord which uh hey if you're a nerd on discord i don't know i guess live your life or whatever but uh you know like people who are definitely gonna get mad at us or our, our guests uh Cause I don't know why I usually bring out shit like, uh, like, okay, I don't say slurs, but it's like as close as you can intimate around them, you know? <laughs> but, uh, I, that always comes out more on episodes with guests. And it's one of those things where it's like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know why I'm like this, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I keep a lot of that stuff that, that, that make me cut, uh, even though it's bad for my computer storage. So I don't know. Come to my house and steal my computer, I guess. I live in West Philly. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, see, this is the thing about, like, long-running series like this where it's, like, I totally, like, it's a tough situation, but it's, like, you put a, a voice actor or voice actress into a role or voice act X, I, I don't you know, uh, but you put someone into a role and then it's like, oh, as that character expands and it's like, oh, well, what if this character was a musician? And it's like, oh, well, the voice actress can't fucking sing, you know? And it's like, well, how do you deal with that? Like, do you bring in a different singing voice? You know, it's like, 
but like she doesn't sound like a punk. Like this is not if if I went to a punk show and it's like this person was singing, I would be like, can I get my fucking money back? You know, it's like I don't care if she has, you know, a little broccoli hair like I this is not good. This is like this feels like rip off, rip off, rip off sex pistols. Like I don't like, you know, uh but, you know, they cast her voice actress, what, five years before this? So it's like, I mean, what can you do? Like, people are accustomed to the voice of this character. Um, they do some interesting stuff throughout the series with, like, uh, what, you know, just like with this off-screen presence of, like, you know, th this character who affected everyone's life in, in Rose Quartz or whatever. Uh, but, God, I don't know. This feels like such a hackneyed way to pull it in. Because, like, especially because, as you'll see in a couple minutes, like, it doesn't do anything. So it's like, oh, it's literally just like the showrunners pointing at it being like, hey, you remember this character? You remember this character who was big in the original series? Remember how much uh, all the characters cared about her? And... Damn, that's awesome. I guess we're going to move on, though. Um, I don't know. I, I think it, it is, like, interesting that the show, like, a lot of the show takes place in her shadow. I think that's, like, an interesting narr narrative choice. But it's just, like, there are times where it really does work. And I think, like, at, at this point in the show, like, tying this into the non-Spinel plot uh, is very silly. I don't know. And I guess it's cause, just because, like, they didn't have another way to do it because, like, so much of her character does revolve around, like, her relationship to Rose. But it's like, you know, I don't know. God, I'm just realizing how fucking stupid it sounds. Uh, that, like, oh, yeah, I have, like, a working knowledge of, of the fucking thematic structure of this show. Uh, but you know what I mean? It, it's one of those things where it's, like... It's an interesting narrative, like a lot of this show. I think like they make interesting choices, but a lot of it is like, and I think partially because it's meant for kids, uh, that it's it's it, they don't do as much with it as they could. I don't know. It's so funny that they put in like a middle aged man who everyone wants to fuck into. And again, this is like the big central tension of this movie, I guess, is like, is this made for kids or is this made for adults? And I think probably you lean more towards it's made for adults, but it's like, there's no kid who will look at this man and be like, like, like every kid who looks at this man will be like, why the fuck is he here? And every adult, you know, like every quote unquote bisexual with like, uh, uh, you know, a fucking frost whip hair will be like, oh, I want him to smash. And it's like... I, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me, but it's it's just very funny to, like, put, you know, fucking Don Draper-ass, you know, adult man into this movie. You know, everyone wants to fuck in, like, short shorts just into this movie that is, again, like, in its conception, you would imagine for children, you know, it's a cartoon about aliens fighting with fucking magical rocks, but, like, ugh, God. I wish this movie gave, uh, what, God, what's her name? Like, Didi Magduno. This is, this entire episode is just going to be me fucking up names. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Didi Magno Hall. Uh, Didi Magno Hall. 
she is very, very talented. She is like, I think she, you could make an effort, like a, an argument that she is the MVP of that entire show. And they don't really give her much to do in this, uh, in this movie, which is a shame because she is very, very fucking good. And, and like, and it's sad that like, you haven't really seen her do much outside of this. Cause like, she is so good in this specific role that like you, you and I mean, I guess there's not a whole lot you can do with what, like a 50 year old, like Asian American woman all the time, which I mean, I'm sure there's stuff they could find to do with her, but it's like, I wish, I wish someone like really put the effort into that because she is so goddamn talented. Um, she's Filipino where it's, I know. I mean, I don't have opinions about Filipino people. I had a, I had a friend in college who was Filipino who was very cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, it's a, it is a type of person. I mean, I don't. God, this episode. It's so funny. This episode is going to get me canceled by the racist people for being like soft and knowing shit about Steven Universe. And I'm going to get canceled by all the Steven Universe people because like I keep accidentally saying racist shit. Um, no, but it's, I don't know, like, I wish that they, that people found more roles for her outside of, um, the show. Also, I totally missed this song, which is like a pretty, this is like one of the songs of the movie that kind of works outside of a, a plot context. Um, and I think it's just because they put Amy Mann and, uh, God, I forget who her collaborator is, who plays, uh, the guy, but I think literally they just like emailed them and were just like, hey, can you like write a song for this that's just vaguely about, you know, being uh, together but also apart or whatever? Um, and, you know, Amy Mann's like a solid musician. So it's like, but I, I don't think she writes musicals or whatever. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'll write a song about that. And it's like, and it's, it doesn't sound like Corner of the Sky or whatever. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, w I wish that they kept like, I don't know. I think there's something like interesting about making him tired throughout the whole movie. Like in, you can see right here and like his eyes are like bloodshot or whatever, but God, they, and I guess this is just me like wishing like it, it wasn't, I wish it wasn't pretending like it was for kids, you know, like because it's like, because like it has that sheen of like, Oh, this is for kids or at least like this is made for, you know, kids to be able to experience, like, there is, like, they can never go too far, but it's, like, like, you watch, like, and again, this is, because I don't watch movies, this is a very, like, hack comparison, but, like, you watch, like, you know, John Wick or something, where it's, like, oh, you can clearly see, like, he's getting her, or uh, Atomic Blonde, or, you know, any, any movie like that, where it's, like, you can clearly see the character, like, getting hurt as they go along, like, it's, you know, the, it's clear in, like, the way that they move and the way that they interact with stuff, uh, that, like, oh, clearly, like, the fighting and, like, the things that they're being made to do, like, have an effect on their body. And, like, they, they kind of play with that here, but they can't go too far because it's a cartoon for kids. Uh, and it's, ugh, it's frustrating. I wish they would either go none of the way or all the way, you know? Because, like, none of the way you could just kind of dismiss it and be like, oh, this is, like, a shitty show for kids. And all of the way you could be like, oh, this fucking rocks. But, like, the way that they do it here, it's kind of like... I don't know, you can, like, appreciate what they're doing, but it's, like, they don't go far enough or they don't, like, you know, make it interesting enough to engage with any, you know, any age, or, any, like, past the mental age of 16 or whatever, 
or even probably even before that, like past the mental age of 14. And it's just like, God, it's so frustrating to exist in that little middle zone. Um, I don't know. This is the background work in the show is always pretty good. Um, I, I don't know. I think they have like a specific guy who does most of their backgrounds. And I, I don't know the name offhand, but like the, the scenery in the show is always very solid. Um, I, I, I don't know. Even though, like, even as the animation is always kind of, like, off-kilter, you know, off-model or, you know, just not very good. You Like, you look at, like, some of the backgrounds that they paint, and it's like, oh, this is, like, legitimately kind of beautiful. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys know about, like, that kale arts debate? It's so stupid to me. Like, I mean, one, it's just, like, why do you care that much about cartoons, you fucking virgin loser? But also, it's kind of, it's, like... I mean, sure, I guess, like, these people who are all kind of connected to each other, like, have a similar artistic sensibility. Like, is that not, I don't know. I I guess, like, it's more an argument of, like, oh, this is the only type of cartoon that gets picked up or whatever, which, like, I kind of get if you care about cartoons, which is, again, like, an incredibly gay thing to care about. Like, I do not know, like, why you as an adult give a fuck about that, but it's, like, I don't know. It's 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 weird to me to think like oh these people coming from like a similar you know artistic background and generation or whatever like oh they have like a similar artistic sensibility with a fucking crime and it's like does that not make sense? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. But this is kind of sad actually. This this song actually is like one of the more affecting ones in the uh, in the movie. And I don't know, maybe it's just because, like, I have, like, and I guess, God, who doesn't? But it's, like, I I engage with it a lot because, like, I, I think front-loaded in my mind are, like, experiences of people, like, leaving me behind because, you know, I was very annoying for <laughs> 22 years of my life. Um, I, you could argue 23 or 24, probably. I'm, uh, I'm still pretty fucking annoying. But uh, just like people, you know, I have a I have a bad history of like people stopping being friends with me because uh, they got I don't know annoyed by some shit I did or whatever. Um, and so like the, I don't I don't know. I I feel like there's like there's always art where it's like well everyone has experienced this emotion, but like if your brain is like wired in a way either through experience or just like uh, naturally to like engage with this certain emotion more than random people like uh this is just like oh this like this song really hits or this movie really hits or whatever and it's like it's hard to determine why but like i don't know i've seen this uh movie a couple times <laughs> god why the fuck would i say that why would i say that in like a public place um no but, <laughs> uh no i've seen this movie like a what like three or four times or whatever and it's like uh, just, you know, I revisit it with my little siblings or just like when I'm drunk, like I am kind of now. Uh, and there's something about like, oh, like my brain is wired in such a way where it's like, oh, like losing friends is like a very, uh, is a very resonant, like, uh, uh, uh feeling in my brain, um, that this song kind of hits. I don't know. Uh, there's something about, especially, especially cause like she has that like puppy dog, uh, addiction like you know that that puppy dog like a uh, loyalty to this person who doesn't care about her and it's like 
I feel like if you have like a history of people, you know, breaking friendships with you, that is like a very resonant emotion for a lot of people. Uh, I don't know why our fucking shit flips over. Like from a thematic reason, I kind of get it, but it's just like physically like that. We have never gotten any indication that that can happen. You know, like who gives a fuck? Um, the art is better than it was in the original series. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, that's not how, like how much of a fucking brag is that, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's very, it's very goofy. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, it's, there, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it's like, there are parts to enjoy about this movie, uh, but definitely there's also stuff to critique, which is such a mealy mouth fucking thing, but I'm going to be 100% honest. I accidentally paused the movie for a second, so I was trying to like get it to match up perfectly. Um, mostly I'm just not going to sing because like if I sing and it's off, sing, you'll be like, oh, look at how bad she fucked up that episode. And it's like, I know. I know, I know I'm not perfect. Um, God, this is a good song though. We're, cause we're, we're gonna be in the middle of this song. Um, it's sweet. It's like, and I think it's kind of on that previous topic of like, oh, like if you have like that kind of, uh, if you have that kind of mental connection to like, oh, people have like left me in my past and that like affects me more than a lot of issues. Like, I think having, you know, this kind of a sappy, kind of sweet, you know, reflection on like, oh, well, what if that didn't have to be the case? Like, that can hit you. And I think like from, again, from we, we, from time to time, that can be nice. It can be like sweet to have like something that's clearly meant to not be morally complicated or whatever. Um, although I guess, I guess it's kind of trying to be morally complicated, which is stupid because like it isn't, it's not really. And I guess like, it's an okay primer to like, you know, if you're trying to teach that to kids or whatever. Um, but I don't know. There's something so, I don't think you should have to like coddle shit specifically for kids. Like, I, I don't think like you, obviously like, I don't think you should be showing kids like Terminator or whatever, but like, I don't think there is some, or I mean, maybe you can, who gives a fuck, but it's also one of those things where it's like, I don't, I don't think that like, you should have to focus group and like specially run shit through to make sure like, oh, is this like appropriate for kids? Like sometimes traumatizing kids with the art they watch is like good for their development. Like, I'm sorry. Like as a kid, like if you watch shit that is like not or watch it or read shit or just engage with shit that is not like meant for you specifically, it's like that can be good for you. Like that can, that can leave like an, a fucking indelible effect on like, who you are, who you are, and the way that you engage with art or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. The idea of, like, everything having to be, like, oh, is this appropriate for kids, like, to, down to the molecular level is so weird to me. You know, it's, like, because that should not be how we, that should not be, like, kids are tougher than we give them credit for, you know? Like, the kids can engage with things in a way that, like, maybe you would not expect. And obviously like you don't want to like throw them into the fucking pool, uh, just w without warning, but it's like, 
I don't, I don't know. I, I think kids are really, re- I think kids are more resilient than people give them credit for. And the idea that like our society has to be built around making sure that no kid ever engages with a tricky idea is, is really stupid. Oh no. All we needed her for is to turn off the injector. Oh my God. See, this is awesome. Cause this is a cartoon that asks, what if a cartoon character had PTSD? That's sick. That's awesome. That's so like deep and also like meaningful. Cause especially this is like, God, this is the big thing where it's like, I mean, I guess it, this is like trying to be like, Oh, if you've dealt with abuse, you know, as a kid, it's like, Oh, maybe this rings true, but it's like, what, like what abuse kid do you think is watching this shit? Like, do you think they got someone in the fucking like, you know, orphanage from Annie watching Steven universe being like, Oh my God, this pink alien is just like me. It's like, no, that's, they're probably eating porridge and doing dances, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, God, I don't know. Uh, it's, like, I do think that, like, trying to make fucking, like, deep cartoons does go too far sometimes. You know, it's like, yeah, presumably someone in this situation would have, like, some kind of, like, you know, lasting psychological damage. But it's like, if, I mean, assuming you're making this for kids, it's like, what what is what is the utility of, like, really, really digging into the fucking trauma that, or not even trauma, but, like, Digging into like the, the mental blockages within, you know, the the alien who has been in space for uh, ten thousand years. God, I don't know. Like that's the thing, especially like this ship in particular. It's like it's definitely this is leaning more towards like, oh, they're making this for adults because adults would look at this and be like, oh, look how clever. No cartoon has ever dealt with like an alien having PTSD. And it's like, well, yeah, there's a fucking reason because kids don't understand that shit. And cartoons are for fucking kids. Like, the, the like, do you think like fucking adults were watching the Flintstones being like, damn, why isn't Fred having a fucking affair? You know, why isn't Barney fuck, like cheating on his wife? Like, oh God. I, it's just, it's so annoying, you know? It's not the truth, baby. Sorry, I'm taking a little break. My my throat's getting tired. Uh, that's the thing. It's like, I, I said earlier, like, I do think it's kind of clever. Like, I, I think it is, like, literally, like, a very, very smart way to build a movie like this about, like, resetting all the characters and then having them like go through mini versions of their arcs or whatever. But like, I wish there was a way to like bring them back to their, their, you know, whatever their final forms, however you want to call it without like making it very, very like hack. Like, Oh, this is a one sentence summary of all the lessons I learned over the, over the course of the series. You know, like I'm sure there was a more elegant way to do that, but you don't, and that's the thing about every fucking piece of media becoming young adult media is that like, because kids don't have fucking taste, like no, no one feels like they have to, uh, have to really put work into like making an elegant solution on that stuff. Ugh, I don't know. It's frustrating, especially this song. Cause it's like, and again, I love Estelle. She's like a good vocalist. She's very talented, but it's just like. This is like, this is one of the cheesiest songs in the entire run of the series. It's like, 
just a, a song being like, literally, this is a song for like 14 year olds being like, hey, you know how you feel bad sometimes? Well, don't feel bad. You're actually cool. And it's like, okay, but they're like, they're going to feel bad. Like you need to be teaching the kids how to deal with feeling bad because like, if you have a lot of fucking hormones in your body, you're going to feel bad most of the time. Like it should not be, our goal should not be making like kids feel good constantly. It should be like teaching kids how to deal with bad feelings because your body is built to give you those. God, I don't know. It's frustrating. Um, I think if I was sober, honestly, I would probably be liking this movie more. Uh, I think, I think I get kind of like, uh, opinionated when I'm drunk or I'm not drunk. I'm tipsy. Uh, cause God, how could I talk for an hour and a half if I wasn't, it would either be this or blow. And then I don't have any blow on hand. Um, or I've never done it if cops are listening to this. Uh, but <laughs> no, you know, it's like, I, I gotta, I gotta do something. I'm talking for an hour and a half. Uh, oh, he'll do a spin out. See, that's the thing. It's like, she, you can't fight her. It's like she's been standing in one place for 6,000 years. Like, why the fuck would you not be able to fight her? Like, he, because, like, if you haven't watched the show, like, the end of the show is like, oh, he's, like, the fourth most powerful person in the universe. And she's, like, got, like, what? Like, a toy for, like, the person, for his mom? It's, like, why is this, like, such a, I, and again, I get it. It's the movie. It's, like, you need to have high stakes, but it's, like, and he's like his powers are not, you know, his powers are fucked up or whatever, which is like every fucking superhero movie has ever done that. But it's just, it's so funny to me. It's the idea of like, yeah, the most powerful fucking dude in the universe as, as the show is seen versus like, what, like a, an iPad? Like, obviously he's going to fucking win. Like there's not, I guess it's just the tension of seeing how it happens, but oh no, his arm turned gray. God, they got <laughs> they got a juice that turns you light skin. That's so scary. Uh, <laughs> no, but <laughs> they call it Drake juice. Uh, God, I don't know. I'm I'm just at this point. I'm just trying to find a riff because, like, riffing is so easy when it's like you have like other people to bounce shit off of. But like, I'm I'm trying my fucking hardest here, guys. It's tough. Because this is just like what's in my brain for an hour and a half. Are you kidding me? Oh, he looks so sad. No, I, I will say that like as cartoons go, the art is not bad here. Like obviously it's not Bakshi or anything. But it's like, especially if you watch it compared to like the original cartoon where it's like every fucking like, every frame looks like a fucking smear frame. It's like, this is like solid. Like the... It's good that they've had, like, a solid budget to, like, actually make and do a, a respectable animation budget. But, uh, God, it's it's tough. And they're all just watching him climb up glass. How the fuck do you climb up glass? Like, I, I know they're like, oh, he can, like, kind of float or whatever. But it's like, you are not getting a handhold on that shit. Are you kidding me? They would They would be better, like... Honestly, they would be better off just, like, having a plot reason that the Earth turns, like, 90 degrees so he can, like, walk on it. Are you kidding me? How did the fuck does he climb up salt, like, just smooth glass? Ugh. It's a cool design. I mean, I, I think at some point, like, the need to make everything out of gems is, like, tired. Because it's like, yeah, we know. We've been watching six season, seasons of this. It's like... 
yeah, clearly, oh, this shit's gems, this shit's gems, ha, 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 everything's gems, they're made out of gems, but it's like, God, it is nice that, I, I know I said this earlier, but it is so nice that they got Zach Callison talking in, like, his regular voice, like, that must be such a fucking relief for him, oh my God, he's bleeding, they couldn't show that on TV, uh, <laughs> That's the thing, like, car Cartoon Network is, like, kind of edgy or whatever, but it's, like, really, you can't show, like, you can't show the main character bleeding after he gets the shit out of beating out of an alien. I don't know. It feels like they gotta give you some leeway on that. Um, okay, and then unraveling the shit I was talking about, Zach Callison, it's nice that he finally gets to talk like a teenage boy and not, you know... <laughs> Not a not a ten year old. Um, just pretend to be a ten year old for five years. That's hell. That is like that's why animes get fucking women to do the voices of like shonen guys because it's like, oh, when they start as like young teens and then they grow up, it's like, oh, well, like a woman can kind of pull off like that. You know, he still sounds similar, but he's like raspy or whatever. But and then Zach Callison pulls it off well. Like he he has a good handle on like that uh kind of falsetto y like puberty-ish voice or whatever, but God, like, I can't imagine how much that must have sucked having to do it for the entire, basically the entire run of that goddamn show. Oh, he changed. Oh. Just looking at kids, you know, winking, being like, hey, he changed. He grew up. Just wink, wink, which is so funny considering the target audience of this thing, like, <laughs> literally, like, this show is winking at its audience being like, like, the, the kid part of it, its audience being like, hey, don't be the adult part of this audience because they're fucking losers. They're fucking, they fucking suck. They're awful. Ugh. Literally, just please grow up at any point. Um, God, I don't know. It is cool that, like, I don't know. Again, this sounds very polygon or whatever, but, like, I guess it is, like, kind of cool that they made it so it's, like, his whole thing is that he's, like, uh defensive you know he, he uses like the shield like like that he throws around and like block shit with and it's like he you know makes little boxing gloves out of like you know force fields or whatever that's cool that's like that is like a clever uh that's a clever way to build like a character a main character is like oh he's not offensive like like kind of and again it's but it, it's like if uh God, this is hard to listen to. I've been going for an hour and 15 minutes by this point. Um, but it's, it kind of reminds me of like uh, uh, Naruto where it's like, at least up until he got like the, the Rasengan or like Sage Mode or whatever, where it's like so much of his like power set was based around the, the Shadow Clone thing. And like, that's, I think, that is really what I think like makes a shounen anime great and there's a lot of like you know shounen anime and i guess shujo anime also influence in a steven universe but the idea of like uh what if what if a character has like one power that they then expand out and like find new uses for you know you get that with um and then it kind of starts losing steam i think a lot of times once they move past that you know like you have naruto and naruto has the shadow clones you have like B B N H A, uh Boku no Hero right? That's what it is, B N H A. Uh where it's like his whole thing is like, oh, he can like he's super strong, but he breaks body parts when he does shits, you know. 
Luffy, like his whole thing is like, oh, he can stretch super far, but then they always go too far. And it's like, oh, well, he can also, he's also just super strong now. Like, that's just like what he does. He's also, you know, his power, you know, this one power he has also makes him super strong. And it's like, well, that's boring. Uh, and I, I think Steven Universe, Steven Universe Future kind of like did that a little bit where it's like, uh, Oh, yeah, now he can turn into a pink guy or whatever. But, like, I think while they are having him just do the shield shit, like, that's interesting, you know? Just because I, I think that having, like, a very limited power, and uh, I've never watched, like, JoJo's, but I think that's something that people say it about a lot, where it's like, oh, having, like, a limited, you know, having a limited power set, like a lot of these characters do, like, it leads to the 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 author, the, you know, the the... Like, it leads to them, like, having to be creative about, like, how battles are set up because it's, like, oh, it's not just, like, strong guys punching each other. It's, like, oh, this guy's, like, not particularly strong or fast or whatever, but he has, like, one specific power that he has to use to beat people. And it's, like, that's, like, I it's one of those things. I think limitation really does lead to, like, artistic ingenuity uh, in a way that, like, a lot of people, and it's hard, so people don't want to, like, deal with it in that way, but it's, like, you have to kind of admit, like, if you're doing art, it's like, oh, like, having limits and, ha- and giving myself, like, uh, things that push against me, like, that's how you, like, expand your your potential uh, or the potential of your story. Um, ooh, they blew up the injector by being nice. Sorry, I am, uh, I've just been rambling for, <laughs> God, an hour and a half. It's so, there's no such thing as... This is so gay. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if you're going to build an entire movie about, like, oh, this dude is a hero, because if you're going to build, an, like, an, you know, an entire... Because, God, by this point, it's been going on for, like, five, six years, you know, an entire show about, like, oh, this guy's a hero because he's nice, and then you have that little hero moment of, like, yeah, I'm just going to have to keep saving ass. It's like, you're that's not earned. I'm sorry. Like... I don't know. And I'm, there's, like, a weird tension I have with, like, I like what they do with him where it's, like, he is, like, kind of growing up and adult and, like, leadership, but it's also, like, well, they shouldn't, like, they shouldn't make that jump immediately. Like, or if they are going to make that jump immediately, they they still shouldn't have, like, the, like, uh, the, oh, he's still a sweet kid stuff. Like, they have a lot in this. Um, I don't know. It's frustrating. Kissing my dad. I love kissing my dad. <laughs> this is propaganda just for have, like, have kids make out with their dads. Um, just like have, have a bunch of 12-year-olds watch this television show and be like, hey, it's cool to, it's cool to fucking suck face with your father. Uh, this is what Tucker Carlson was talking about. He was, he was warning people about this movie. Oh, oh he's kissing... This is gross. He's going to get germs. Uh, yeah. It would be funny if, like, the like they did, like, an epilogue series, but the entire thing was just, like, it was just literally, like, ten hours of him kissing the ground. Like, they were just, like, it was just him fixing everything. Like, they didn't actually tell a story. It was just him being, like, for just, like, Literally, like, the entire 20-episode run. I don't know. I'm running on fumes, guys. I'm sure you realize this by this point, but it's like, 
this is like a marathon. Like, I don't, I, I know it probably doesn't sound as hard as it is because like you're used to listening to podcasts and shit, but it's like, Jesus Christ, man, this is tough. Like, cause half the time, like I'm like, cause I'm, I'm a good riffer. Like I'm very, and I'm talking about out of my ass, but if you've gotten this far, you like our show. So it's like, I think I'm a very funny person. I think like I have a, comedic engine in me that like makes the show work but it's like a lot of the times when I get tired I can just like back off for five minutes and let Andy and Spencer talk about like I don't know Nintendo whatever the fuck they talk about like I don't let you know I'm not listening half the time because it's like I just need like I literally need a breather but I you can't do that with you know an hour and a half of fucking uh a fucking ranting so it's uh this is this has been like this might have been the toughest record I've ever done. I thought this was going to be really fun. And it's like, no, actually, this is a fucking nightmare. Uh, I hope you guys are liking it, though. Um, God, I know I'm going to revisit this on Monday and be like, oh, my God, I've ruined my life. I've ruined my career. Um, everyone's going to hate it. Everyone's going to fucking uh, <laughs> get cynical. It's going to somehow get a 200 times boost in membership because everyone's just going to jump ship from our dumb fucking show. Um it's so funny that, by the way, this show uh, just has, like, a bunch of characters who are, like, 70 feet tall, and they're just like, yeah, it's normal, it's fine. They're just, they're just, they're just, they're just hanging around. They're just, you know, the size of a skyscraper. Um, but they're friends with, you know, our guy who's five foot five. Jesus Christ. Uh, you guys liking this episode? Uh, we're almost, uh... We are almost through with it, and it's only been an hour and 20 minutes. It's so fun. Like, the, the number of, like, famous, like, voice actors they get for this show is astounding. Like, who the fuck does Rebecca Sugar know? Like, they got Nicki Minaj to do a voice of a character on this show. Um, and, like, a lot of it is, like, yeah, people whose careers are maybe, like, not as energetic at this point. But it's just, it's insane. Like, they got, like fucking guest stars up the wazoo uh like you go through all of the diamonds or whatever it's like they're all like pretty respected actors i think um come on come on come on just let us adore you yeah with us in the past there's room waiting for you come on just let us adore you. This is cute. This is I, I like it when musicals do a refrain. And they don't do it too much in this movie. Like, we're going to be talking about Book of Mormon uh, later in the week. Uh, so look out for that. I'm sorry for ruining it. Um, but frankly, I don't think many people are going to make it this far. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Book of Mormon later this week. And like the way that that musical ties in all of its like melodic themes throughout the show is like amazing. And like every musical, like kind of has to like pull that a little bit. And this is like, honestly, as far as musicals go, like one of the lesser ones, but it's, it's just, it's so nice. Like it feels like you're going home after like a long trip abroad. It's like, Oh, this is like comfortable, you know? Oh God. Um, yeah, who voices the goddamn diamonds? Um, White Diamond is... 
Christine Ebersole. Oh, she's like a Broadway person, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in uh, Oklahoma. She was in Warp. Oh, War Paint was like that that season one where it was like just trying to revive old actresses' careers, right? Um, yeah, because they had Patty LuPone, who's yellow. Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, that was so... Uh, Broadway is just trying to juice all of these fucking people. I mean, I like Broadway, but it's like... Oh, okay. Here, as, speaking of reprises, this is the fun one. We've come so far. Happily ever after. There we were. And here we are. So happily we'll face whatever comes our way. And after all, I do it all again. Ready every day. For as long as I can say. I, I can make a change. I, I can make a change. I, I can make a change. He's got a really good falsetto. Like, this entire episode is like, people being like, God damn, why does she keep singing? She's so fucking bad at singing, but like, Zach Callison makes it seem so easy. Uh, it, it's so funny, like, when they pick a, a young actor and then, like, he actually grows into a talent. You know, it's like, God, you just, you were so fucking lucky because you could have gotten, the like, the kid from Peter Pan. I'll be ready every day for as long as I can say. Here I am in the future. God, this is such a gay way to end the movie. It's like, like you're watching the entire movie, and you're like, oh, this is like definitely like influenced by like you know the history of Broadway musicals, and then they end it with him on like a fucking lighted stage, like that one scene in the producers, and it's like, come on, guys, like okay, we get it, we, ugh. God, yeah. So that was um Steven Universe. Uh, I'm sorry if I didn't take tender queers to task as much as people thought I was going to, but uh, I don't know. I was just trying to get through it. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. This was, um, I think this was a fun one. Uh, or if it wasn't, we're probably not going to do it again. So it was, you know, an experiment. Uh, and if it went wrong, it went wrong. If it went right, who knows? Maybe we get everyone once uh, once everyone's Wi-Fi is is we're sure it's working well. We uh, <laughs> we do this again. I don't know. Leave comments. Uh, send us D- send Andy DMs. Uh, X underscore anarcho anon. Uh, send if you have any opinions on this episode, send him a DM and uh, he'll relay it all to us. Because I don't want to see it, and Spencer definitely doesn't want to see it. But um. Yeah, hope you had a good time. This has been Those Good Old Fashioned Values. I'm Ty. Join us later this week for an actual episode. Uh, Catch you on the flip side. Bye-bye.